0: Welcome back to the Boys Dynasty Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh Schaefer. Here as always with my other co-host, Sloan. Sloan, say hi. Oh, wait, Sloan's not here? Sloan bailed on the pod midweek? Doesn't matter. I'm here with someone better. On good Sodi here. In the in the virtual flesh, on good say hi. Good to have you on the pod.
1: Hi, hey everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for having me, Josh.
0: We're glad to have you. It's good. I think two people, I don't know if everybody could stand for another solo podcast. I think they've got the could. you could you I, I would have I had to take some notes much. for my lecture. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're glad to have you. We had a, a great week behind us, obviously a great one for you things are looking very up for your team that I think you were probably pretty depressed for the first like seven weeks of the season. So how are you feeling after last week's results back to back insane weeks from your running backs, just carrying you through.
1: Yeah. You know, I, last season I really relied on my running backs to carry me through the season and this year going into the off season, I wanted to kind of like balance that out and obviously it has really worked out, but, um, you know, a once-in-a-lifetime performance from Joe Mixon, Deontay Foreman two weeks ago putting out three touchdowns. Like I'm not gonna rely on that <laughs> moving forward, but yes, it uh, it definitely relieved some anxiety from the Waffle House fear.
0: But, yeah you um, have four teams underneath you now right like you're yeah cruising I,
1: I have the four teams but the point difference is still like it's not large enough to completely relieve the anxiety.
0: Yeah, I can understand why I wouldn't totally be gone, but you got to feel at least a little better. Like Mixon and Camara both kind of seem back to form a little bit. That Jalen Hurts trade actually is working out quite well for you with Foreman being like actually pretty good. Uh yeah. pr- maybe like Foreman better than Michael Thomas, honestly, rest of the season. Like maybe for the remainder of their career. Like that may be like a that may be a beneficial trade. So you have to actually feel pretty good about that one. And having Davis Mills has been like a nice backup QB. Like, I, I, I don't know if there's much of a difference between him and Mac Jones in terms of like point, for a fantasy perspective. I agree. Any other thoughts on last week's results?
1: I don't think so. I'm a little surprised by like Sloan's team, just like his roller coaster ride. Um, I was expecting a little more from Brian's team, too, with how well Devontae Adams played. I was thinking, like, you know, having one of the top scorers at the position group would help him maybe separate himself. But unfortunately, it's just he has had the worst luck, and I just <clears throat> I feel for him. And I, <laughs> I don't know what else you could say about Brian's team, but the, the fact that he's not – is he tied? No, it's Colin and Mike that are tied. Yeah yeah so he's he's not in last and it's it's almost a miracle that he isn't in last with how his team has gone
0: <laughs> yeah i I totally agree Brian is I don't know like it is pretty crazy I mean the thing is Brian has like he's made some trades to win now like every trade has been at, like pretty fucked up for him honestly like it's gone that <laughs> bad, badly I mean you know, I guess the Khalil Herbert one for Elijah Moore was fine. The Cam Akers for Tom Brady was fine, but those aren't like season-altering trades. Like he's had, you know, he's been burned by plenty of players at this point. Um mm-hmm. and that's like so hard to overcome. I mean, he's still what five points out of last place at this point. Tied with Austin. Um, oh, I, I wait, are you? No, 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 no. I'm looking at an old one. Sorry. No, 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 no. Yeah. He's three points, three clear. points out of last place. I was looking at a prior one, three points clear two ahead of Austin. I think his team is definitively better than the bottom three teams in my opinion. So, you know, that Devonte trade might end up being really huge for him. And, and, and like mm-hmm. you said about Sloan, I don't know. Sloan is starting to see the potential implications of trading away an absolute stud because you don't have Devante on your team like because you're like oh every week he's gonna get me like somewhere between 10 to 15 points or like even like 7 to 12 points you have him for weeks like this where he goes off for 30 to 40 points like these are what the studs of fantasy football do that other guys just don't do maybe one time a year but they're normally sitting on your bench when this happens so
1: mm-hmm.
0: like that's gabe why davis. He, yes like gabe davis and, and even yeah <laughs> gabe davis is not somebody you want to start every week like you don't feel good about that. You know, like this is what would happen to like a Zay Jones or something, you know, like he would get two touchdowns or whatever. Mm -hmm. So weird week for Sloan, the results are kind of boring. You know, at this point, it's nice that it is really becoming a three horse race though. Sloan's getting really got pulled back down to Matt and Tommy after this week, only three Mm -hmm. points clear of Matt at this point. Um, It's going to be super close for those third and fourth playoff spots. I still think Dylan and I are probably pretty safely in. There would have to be a couple like huge disaster weeks. And I think with the bye weeks coming around and Dylan and I both having kind of the depth to pretty easily make it through those, I don't think it's going to be a very big deal. Honestly, I just want to get the one seed. That's what I'm focused on. So, Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, you're only one point behind him, which I'm actually kind of shocked by, but Dylan's team is... His roster is unreal, man. It's and insane. I, 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 it, it's, it's always funny every time I listen to the pod and I hear, he, like, the solo pod with your little thing about Dill. Like, I love this this hate almost that you have for how little effort he puts in and how good his team is. <laughs> it's
0: it's a shame because I love Dylan, you know, but I yeah, do, exactly. when it comes exactly. to fantasy football, I almost hate him. Like, almost hate him, I think, is, like, a fair... Like it, it sometimes will bleed in like, cause like I'll be texting him be like you fucking fantasy team is so good and you don't do anything. Like I think about it sometimes, but I have to remind myself, this is a, a, a dumb little world that we live in. I think I'm, mm-hmm. I'm consuming way less fantasy content this year than I, than I was last year, because I think I've just realized the genuine randomness of mm-hmm. this game that we play. Like, yes. I mean, Dylan had an insane draft, like all time draft, I think for that year. Like it was probably maybe one of the best dynasty drafts that anybody had in the world last year. (laughs) I think (laughs) I'm serious. I'm serious. Elite drafter top
1: down, top down every position group. It's just.
0: Yeah. And it's like, if the player wasn't good, he got traded to another good team, you know, like. The Kyle Pitts mm-hmm. thing has been weird. I don't feel like anybody is like, he's bad, but, you know, it's hard to still I mean, Marcus value him. Mariot-
1: Marcus Mariota throwing him the ball, so you don't really expect too much.
0: N- yeah, I-, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, his team just continues to be solid right now. Um, you know, I will say Dylan's team has only finished, you know, ahead of mine three times so far this year through nine weeks. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it, it, it feels like his team is better than mine. Like I would agree with that too, but
1: uh, I wouldn't say right now, but longevity wise. Yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, and I just, I made two huge trades though, that like getting digs and getting hurts. Like Mm -hmm. those are, those kind of swung the, you know, if assuming my team stays healthy, it is like a juggernaut of a fantasy team. But I think for this week's results, you know, Mike continues to somehow never have a truly horrible week. Mm-mm. I don't know how he does it. His his starting lineup is definitely bad, but <laughs> he's only finished in last place one time this season versus Austin, who has finished in last three times already this year, which is kind of oh, crazy God, to think about. Yeah. Austin finished in last three times. Colin finished in last twice. Mike only I
1: finished times. once. And I finished the last
0: once you did. Brian is last once as well. So Mike tied with you and Brian. Oh no. Brian's finished in last twice. Yeah. So tied with you. Nobody else has finished in last besides those four teams, but it's crazy. I don't know how he does it. I mean, there's there. I mean, there's some luck to it. I mean, he's got oh hundred percent and, but he also has like these players and he's in the perfect place to be setting your lineup where it's guys where you're like, they'll probably get seven to 10 points, but they're definitely not going to pop off, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like a team that is very far away from being the best team, but like it's guys that are going to likely at least score some points, which Brian would be dying for, you know, he started a guy who (laughs) is off his roster already. He was like texting me. He was like, if DeMarcus Robinson doesn't play on Sunday, am I screwed? Like, I mean, you're screwed because you're thinking about starting Demarcus Robinson. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But I don't know. It's, it's just like we're at such a, bo- a weird point in the season. The trade deadline is this week, but it seems like things are totally dead. Have you been feeling out the market at all? Or for you, have you just kind of been like cruising? Whatever no, I, happens, happens.
1: So I – I've been texting Mike for even before the trade deadline, because my biggest regret over the last year and a half of this dynasty league is trading away to, I traded away Tua even to over the Michael in.
0: Thomas trade.
1: Yes. I think because <laughs> I don't even know who I would have gotten with my first round pick
0: like last year. year
1: I, no, this year. Because I gave you my, I gave you my twenty twenty three pick, right?
0: I think you finished. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, you gave me your twenty twenty three. Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, so I'm like, I would have gotten, I finished in third last year, so I would have had the eighth pick.
0: Yeah. Whatever. Not
1: a big deal. Yeah. So you want two a back big. though? I want two of back, and I wanted, I wanted back bad, but he's not going to sell him to me, and uh, there's no reason to sell him. Like he's a franchise quarterback now. Yeah. And it's just like, I, I really want, I was like, I'll give you two first round picks. And he's like, no, I, I can't trade them. And I was like, all right. And then we started talking about like exchanging some picks in preparation for the future drafts. Cause I've been trying to watch these college quarterbacks really closely. <laughs> and then I watched the Pat McAfee show every day and they had Dan Orlovsky on. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about how, The 2024 class, like Caleb Williams and Drake May, are like better than the 2023 quarterback class, and I'm like, Mm. there's no way, there's no way.
0: Caleb Williams is a stud.
1: Yeah, and apparently this North Carolina guy is a beast, and he can run the ball too. Something okay. I do. Do I do I trade away my 2023 and get maybe another 24? Do I trade away a 2024? I don't. I don't even know what to do.
0: Yeah. It's, um, (laughs) I don't, I commend you for wanting to trade for Tua. Mike is probably a very hard trade partner to negotiate with, to get a quarterback from like,
1: well, he doesn't, he doesn't need to trade him away though. Like I need to give him a lot to give up somebody like Tua.
0: Yeah. And Tua is definitively like his only, like him and Pat Mahomes are the only like two good quarterbacks that he has at this point. Trevor Lawrence is fine. He's fine. Yeah. And I would
1: take him too.
0: He's, I think he's still <laughs> riding a lot on the hype of like being such an elite prospect. Yeah. Trey Lance is kind of like whatever, you know, not played in two years, broken leg. Mm-hmm. But have you been like trying? So you haven't been really trying to get rid of though, of like Camara and Mixon. You're riding them.
1: No, I, I have to. I mean, Camara is like, he's finally shown coming back a little bit back to, you know, his baseline. But then again, he plays on Monday night football and the, the team shits the bed on offense at home. Like, yeah. didn't see that coming. And it makes obviously, like, the offensive run game finally showed up. The offensive line showed up for the run game. So I'm like, okay, let's ride this out now, too. I commend I'm not it. clear enough. I'm not clear enough from last place to trade them away.
0: <laughs> so that's your number one thing you're trying to avoid, though, is... yeah. You don't care about like getting more picks or whatever. You're just like, I don't want to go. I don't want to do it.
1: I, I'm 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 treading a very fine line
0: with it. It's hard to do, like, because <laughs> it just takes too bad. And you're you have you said you're hit really hard by bye weeks the last two weeks of the season too, right? Yeah,
1: week thirteen and week fourteen are gonna be rough.
0: That's scary times, like, exact exactly. So I need to really separate
1: myself <laughs> from the bottom.
0: <laughs> I I don't blame you. I think, you know, Kamara will be an interesting hole just because his like his court date got pushed back to, I think, like January or something. Mm -hmm. So it's after the fantasy football season is over. So he's definitely not going to get suspended this year. But next year, you're likely looking at like six games, most likely. But like I saw that video that Austin put in the group meeting, it didn't even look that bad. No, it didn't look that bad. The video I've been following the Camara legal. I've watched like hours of content on the Camara legal situation <laughs> because really? I own him in the other in the other dynasty league I'm in. Okay. Um, because I drafted him in the fourth round, and then I like panicked because I was like, "Oh my god, I didn't look into this enough." But <laughs> um, what it I mean, what it looks like is like he's likely going to get suspended for something the ch- what he's being charged with is like a minimum 2 year prison sentence so
1: that's it's that's so stupid like that's I- it's it's just a little brawl that happened in like a. Lobby the guy has
0: permanent brain damage. He has permanent brain damage. Does he really? <laughs> he really does. Yeah. And it
1: was and it was only from Alvin Kamara's No, there's two other, other guys.
0: Other yeah, yeah, it's so. two other guys. Yes, but it's <laughs> obviously it's definitely a big. That's probably what that's what I've read is the legal argument for it is that it's hard to say like Alvin Kamara is the one who's solely responsible right. for this. But I think you're probably going to get some kind of suspension for assault. Like he definitely was participating in beating this guy up. <laughs> so you're getting six games out of him, which is like, yeah, you know, you could probably still get decent decent stuff for him over the off season if you decided to sell. Then, yeah. even with the six good games, time. it may be the time to sell. Yeah, I think Mixon is a little bit. They're both kind of in weird situations. Camaro with the suspension, he still looks good when he plays. And then Mixon's efficiency has been super weird this year. So, like, those two things kind of scary, but you know, you've been really the injuries have kind of hammered you down to the last couple weeks, yeah. which has hurt.
1: Yeah. Well, Dobbs going down. Now, Renfro just went on IR today. Dotson hopefully can come back and maybe he can, I can plug him in like a flex spot. But uh, yeah, it's
0: Matt Collins is a nice ad, though. That was like a, I think that will end up being a valuable ad. I'm surprised nobody else bid on him. To be honest, yeah,
1: I was, I was too. Especially like with Darren Waller going down too. I thought maybe Con would make a run for him. Yeah,
0: me too. All right, well, let's. I think we're good on last week's results. We're getting into your team a mm-hmm. little bit before we get too far ahead of ourselves. We had two trades last week. Yeah. Um, first one was between Matt and Brian. What else is new? Uh, <laughs> Matt gets Tom Brady. Brian gets Jalen Tolbert and Matt's 2023 third. I think this trade is a huge win for Matt Jalen Tolbert can't get on the field at all in Dallas mm-hmm. in a team that is receiver needy and a third round pick, you know, Matt's gunning for the playoffs, right? So that's like a last four or five picks of the third round. So those are just like total, total crap shoots at that point. Mm-hmm. I think Brian would have honest. I mean, he's got a ton of quarterbacks, so I can't blame him for trying to get rid of Tom Brady before the season ends. But at the same time, like, I he's don't know what that more. trade really does for him. Yeah. I feel like somebody else would have traded for Brady, but maybe I'm wrong. He hasn't been good this year, which has definitely hurt his trade value.
1: what do you think? Mm-hmm. And I think like it, this is definitely a run up player thing too. I think Tom's done after this year, after this turmoil that happened with the, coming back from retirement, and like you said, and like like you said, like, Matt's trying to make a run for the playoffs, and he didn't even have a quarterback to start that week. And then he got Tom and was able to start him. So it's, it's good for Matt. Now the third-round pick, I got Romeo Dobbs with my third-round pick, and he could be a starting wide receiver for the next couple of years. I know you're shaking your head you don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> I think he can be, based on what Aaron Rodgers says about him and based on how they use him. I think he could start okay. for a couple of years. I believe Tolbert, the hype. I mean, I, I'm I'm watching it. That's my own opinion too. Yeah, it is. But then, yeah, I think the Tolbert. That's that's tough. I think it's a it's a it's a gamble on what his potential is. Yeah, and he's young. It. He's a rookie.
0: Yeah, I'd...
1: like who would you have rather had instead of Tolbert? Like, maybe, like I don't think Matt would have gotten rid of Josh Palmer because, like, once Ma- Mike Williams and Keenan Allen come back,
0: his stock. Balls. I don't know if Matt weeks. has it, but I would have rather gotten a second round pick than like Tolburn in a third. Mm-hmm. I'm I personally, I mean, like if if I look back at the third round of this last year's draft, it went Wandale, the first pick, Tyler Algier, Perfect. Malik Willis, zamir White, Trey McBride, Brian Robinson, Jelani Woods, Romeo Dobbs, Mechie, Kyron Williams. The only two players out of that group I think people are like. Okay, like I feel okay would be Wandale and Romeo Dobbs. Brian Robinson Wait, Malik, Malik Willis Malik Willis
1: went in the third round of our draft last year.
0: Yeah. Do you think that's late or early? I thought that was late. He sucks. <laughs> I know he sucks, but he had so much <laughs>
1: hype coming into the year.
0: I mean, he went in the like third round of the real yeah. NFL draft, which yeah. like third round hit rate for quarterbacks is horrendous. Like and he does not look like a starting quarterback in the NFL. Like no, when you watch him play, no. I mean, the Titans receivers are horrendous, so it's hard to truly judge, but I mean, that's what I'm saying though. The only two guys you feel good about nine weeks into the season are Dobbs and Wandale, you know, there's some and unscreen- Brian Robinson. I don't I think, think he's ever Robinson. the guy. I just don't, I, I, to me, he's just kind of a, like, he's always a backfield committee guy. So, I mean, when you think about that perspective, it's like, then it's like, what is a third round pick really? Like, it sounds good and it's nice to have a pick, but, and Tolbert, like I think Tolbert was drafted in the late second round. Um, He was a stud in college, but I don't know. It's just weird that you can't get on the field. Now I will say the big proving ground time for rookie receivers is the second half of their rookie season. A lot of good receivers pop off in the second half of their rookie season. So, Maybe Brian's buying low, but feels kind of like a weird trade to me.
1: Yeah, I I, uh, I think it's gonna be hard for him to show off with CD Gallup, Noah Brown. Like those, th- those are locked in.
0: Yeah, and like news of Odell like going there too. Like, yep, you don't want him to fall to wide receiver five. Yep. All right. Any other thoughts on that trade from you?
1: No, I don't think so. I think it's it's a win for Matt for sure, and it's a gamble.
0: For Brian, and I guess he needs to. A worthy a yeah, Brian's gambling worthy though gamble. this year has been. <laughs> 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 the fantasy gods have not smiled on Brian this year. Wow. All right, the next trade, the first ever between these two teams, a true blockbuster. <laughs> uh, Austin gets a 2024 third from Tommy in exchange for Hayden Hurst, the tight end out of Cincinnati. Um, I don't know how this happened. Like, I want to understand. I wish I could see the text messages. (laughs) (laughs) Who went to who? Like, I would. I'm surprised Tommy knows who Hayden Hurst is. To be honest, no offense, Tommy, (laughs) but like, did you really like a
1: serviceable, serviceable tight end?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's a fine backup for Kittle. You know, during a bye week or something, but. That's all
1: that That's all that trade was, Josh. It was a bi-week fill-in, and it,
0: that's about it. <laughs> I don't mind trading a third for a bi-week fill-in, to be honest. Like, yeah. at, we just went over what a third round actually gets you, and it's not really that exactly. much, so why well, then, not Tommy's go for it? Tommy's trying
1: to make a run for the playoffs, so he can't he even spare to lose a table point here and there, especially the mat right there.
0: Yeah, and Tommy's strategy of not putting people on IR – is you know it's 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 big brain i don't i <laughs> <laughs> i don't get what's going on there i don't know if he understands how ir works but tommy why don't you throw rashad bateman on there and pick up another player there's yeah. some pretty bad ones I mean, available
1: whatever strategy he has he won last year so he if it keeps working just keep doing it tommy <laughs> you keep doing it <laughs> and congrats on the the pregnancy yeah aspect.
0: Congrats on the pregnancy, Tommy. That's exciting. Big news. Yeah. Uh, it's official. It's on the podcast now. Now all of our German <laughs> listeners are going to know. But um, but yeah, I don't know. Fine trade, whatever. Not yeah. much. I think the league's been pretty quiet. It'll be interesting to see if anything comes in before the deadline. Um, Till the end of Monday. I mean, till the kickoff on Monday night. So 515 Monday. You got to get your trades okay. in. We'll see. I hope we get a little bit of action. That would be kind of fun. Just to see I, really hope kind of Dylan, I really hope Dylan makes a trade. I just I don't I, I think the, the least likely scenario is for Dylan to make a trade under time pressure. That's like the scariest thing for him. <laughs>
1: I think he needs to because this is the time for his team to compete. And he needs he needs to be able to continue to compete with like the likes of your team.
0: All so. you know is the current year. Like that's the only thing that you know that's happening is what's going on right now. So you might as well shoot your shot, go for it. I mm-hmm. agree. All right, All good. We've talked a little bit about your team. This is why we've got you on the pod. It's been a, it's been an up and down year for you, I would say at this point, but things are, are on the up right now. Generally, mm-hmm. how have you felt about this year? You know, you've been a great asset to the league to me uh, for building up my team, <laughs> this is unfair criticism. We... This is unfair criticism. I think from the league of calling you my farm system, but I don't want to take I away. From that. It start. It I don't know me. how it started.
1: It wasn't me. It was not me.
0: It's Mike. <laughs> it was Mike. Oh, I guarantee Mike. it was Mike. But how are you feeling about your team? Like, what's in your head right now? Uh,
1: I guess I was I was super low. Obviously, with how the season started. But then I, I started like, you know, I made the trade for Jalen or, you know, I traded Jalen away because I needed to get younger and acquire some draft assets. Um, but I was like looking at my team and, yes, I have Joe Mixon and Alvin Kamara, but they're like, you know, 27, 26. they workhorse backs. They're probably starting to – they're on the decline for sure. And I'm looking at my team. I'm like, I don't have, quote, unquote, a guy, you know, mm-hmm. like – like, Justin Jefferson is a guy. Pat Mahomes is a guy. Terry Kill. Like, those people that you... I had Jalen Hurts. Like, this year, yes, he's the guy. But, like, I, I knew I wasn't going to win, and I knew I could... Obviously, the deal work, has been working out so far in my favor. I got Dak back. I got Davis Mills for bye week villains, and who knows what the Texans are going to do. Um, and Deontay Foreman's been good in two picks. So, like, I got good value out of the guy on my team. But I'm like, I kind of want a guy on my team. <laughs> <laughs> like a young guy, like a
0: young stud, like, like a Justin Jefferson.
1: Exactly. Like I would love to have a Justin Jefferson on my team or a Jamar Chase.
0: Just somebody where you're like, I'm this, he's going to be on my team for forever. forever. Untouchable. Like, yeah, exactly.
1: And I thought Jalen Hurts was going to be that, but I, I don't know how long he's going to be in the league for who knows.
0: I think you got a very good return for Jalen Hurts. Like, yeah, it, it was a slight downgrade at quarterback, but the I think mm-hmm. you need to improve enough in other areas that it's worthwhile to downgrade right now.
1: Exactly. And I'm hoping I can hit in the draft for either a quarterback or depending on you know where your team finishes, a running back or wide receiver. Like Yeah.
0: And you've had a least, bit of an up and down least. year with the rookies too. Like Dotson was looking very good at the start. Then he's got this hamstring mm-hmm. injury that won't go away. Dobbs looking good. You know, Spiller was a bit... I mean, that's just been, like, yeah, basically since the day you drafted weird. him, his draft capital has gone downhill.
1: I don't know why either. Like, I, he had so much hype coming out of college, too. And, they I mean, he's starting to get carries out, but that's only because Josh Kelly got hurt. So, I, I, I'm curious to see what happens next year with him. Like, if one of them leaves in free agency, like, Stoney Michelle is not going to play next year. Eckler's is obviously staying. I don't know what's going to happen with Josh Kelly. Yeah, So we'll see.
0: Well, He's there's a, a work in progress. He is. You're definitely playing the long game there with, the, yeah. with Isaiah Spiller. But there's a chance you may be able to get Jackson Smith and Jigba in this year's draft. I feel like where he might go around the turn, like his draft capital is kind of falling right now.
1: Exactly. And I was very high on him before, like extremely high. And all this injury stuff, he hasn't played. Marvin Harrison Jr. is a stud now. I think he's a sophomore, so now I'm like, oh, Marvin Harrison Jr. is the next Jackson Smith and Jigba, so I'm gonna target him in 2024. But yeah, we'll. Uh, I think I'm aiming quarterback, but we'll see. I don't think I'll get one, but we'll see.
0: Aiming quarterback.
1: Yeah, I I, I got rid of Jalen Hurts, so I, I need to like replace him, like the young stud quarterback. Mac Jones, I mean, I I don't know what's going on in New England.
0: That has been scary. That's just been bad. I mean, just so unlucky there with what's going on with Mac Jones. Like so much regression. I can't believe he's been so bad. Like when I traded into you (laughs) and the same with Mooney, like that trade has been, I mean, Dak hasn't been good this year. It's not like he's really done anything, but Mm -hmm. Dak is like still valuable as a fantasy asset. Those two have degraded like. So significantly as fantasy assets, that's probably the biggest yeah. loss.
1: And Mooney is starting to pick up a little bit obviously with Justin Fields showing that he's a dynasty, like he might be a guy for Tommy's team. Yeah, he might have two only. <laughs> like, to- I mean,
0: that's why you need the steady hand sometimes, though. That is the one thing I can respect about like Dylan and Tommy's strategy here is like mm-hmm. there are multiple times when Dylan could have like just panicked and sold. Like, oh, I think their value is always going to go down. But all these guys kind of just find their way. Like, if you believe they're a good player, eventually they will find their way. Like, panic mm-hmm. selling low does not work. But I hope Mooney continues to get better. I think he's a good receiver. So, yep. the upside is there. That's
1: that's how I feel about Judy, too. I'm, like, I'm hoping he can start to, like, continue to get better. I mean, obviously, like, who would have thought Russell Wilson forgot how to throw a football? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I thought that trade, that one has been just a disaster for, for both of us. Both of us. DJ <laughs> Moore is like a total headache. I'm sure he's got like 35 yards in the middle of the fourth quarter right now.
1: I'm surprised you started him because they're in the middle of a hurricane or like a tropical
0: storm. I mean, it's like only 25 miles per hour of wind. The problem right now is like the they're ahead, so they don't even have to throw the ball at all. So that makes it even I don't know. And I just didn't want to start Zeke this week. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling a little bit for like true depth, like elite. I, I mean, like I want elite depth on my team. So, but I'm not going to give up the pick I need. I want to pick next year. Like, and if I don't want to pick, I'd rather like, whatever I'll take a, yeah. I'll do something different in the off season. So the picks will become more valuable Then I don't think I need to liquidate right now. I think at this point, whatever happens happens, but back to your team, yes. you know, if you get a couple more good weeks, there's a chance you could be competing for the playoffs. I don't even want to
1: be in that. I don't want to be in that position. That's gonna make my mental well being like not well.
0: There's very few times in this league where you can feel like mentally comfortable with where your team is at. <laughs> you know, like even when you're at the top, you're like, oh shit, you know, like I gotta get this next player. There's no peace anywhere in the rankings, I think, Mm-mm. which is like a fun part of fantasy. But,
1: and I feel like I feel like my team right now is built to always be in that middle pack. Like I feel like I'm I shouldn't be at the bottom as I was earlier this season. No, but my team my team is not built to be at the top.
0: No, you are, your team is definitively better than the like bottom tier teams. So you can definitely feel good about that.
1: I just have to hit on the draft.
0: <laughs> Agree. Any other thoughts on your team, on good?
1: you want to share? Um, no. I just I miss Tua, Mike. I miss him a lot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't do something stupid, all right? (laughs) Mike's gonna be mad, but I you'll make a good decision. We'll be fine. All right, well, on good. It's been a pleasure to have you on. Thanks for hopping on late. I know it's past ten o'clock East Coast, so we appreciate the time. Uh, Of course but I'm looking forward to seeing how your team does. You know, I want you to do poorly just from a pick perspective, but there are other people I want to go to Waffle House before you, so.
1: Well, I I appreciate that sentiment.
0: (laughs) All right, thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. All right, see ya, thank you.